Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're starting and finishing the book of Philemon. As I mentioned, I'll be traveling quite a bit here in May. And as a result, I'll be, uh, I'll be doing a lot of short readings, lots of short books. So after Philemon, we'll do uh, John 1, 2, and 3. And chapters or books 2 and 3 are only one chapter each. And then we'll go ahead and we'll take care of Titus. And so I'm hoping between those various books and opportunities that they're short enough, they're compacted enough that when I do have to, um, when I do have to get some, some traveling done, we don't lose our places. So with that, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today and for all that you've done. You are incredible. And I'm grateful for the way you've taken us through so many trials and tribulations of our own. And Lord, I thank you for this story and this example of Philemon and his slave. And Lord, I just pray that you would watch over us and help us to understand more fully how much you love us. Because this is a really a story that no one is too lowly to be loved by you. And so, Lord, I just pray that as your Holy Spirit guides us, that our hearts, our minds, and our spirits would be open to your teaching and your understanding. May it be completely from you and nothing from me. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's just go ahead and jump right on in to Philemon. Verse 1. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker, also to Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers because I hear about your love for all his holy people and your faith in the Lord Jesus. I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Your love has has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Therefore, although in Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, yet I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. It is as none other than Paul, an old man and now a prisoner of Christ Christ Jesus, that I appeal to you for my son, Omesius, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he has become useful both to you and to me. I am sending him, who is my very heart, back to you. I would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while I am in chains for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything without your consent so that any favor you do would not seem forced, but would be voluntary. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. 
He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, am am writing this with my own hand. I will pay it back, not to mention that you owe me your very self. I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from you and the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I ask. And one thing more, prepare a guest room for me because I hope to be restored to you in answer to your prayers. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you greetings, and so do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. So, what this really shows, and when I read some of Charles Spurgeon, one of his messages, is really that God doesn't care if we're a slave. He doesn't care of our position. He just loves us. Paul could have taken no account of this runaway slave and not bothered with him. In fact, in that world, back in those days, that slave could be killed, tortured, or all of the above. And yet Paul somehow converted him. He became a brother or a son to Paul. And then Onesius really displayed faith because Paul said, you need to go back to Philemon and you need to go back to him, work for him. And if Philemon sees the rightness of it, you can come back and work with me and help me. But he has to have faith that Philemon will not kill him, will not torture him. He has faith in the relationship Paul has, but more importantly with the relationship Philemon has with God and Jesus. Obviously, Philemon had a church that was worshiping in his house on a regular basis. So Philemon is a man of God. He's a true convert. And he really has to search his soul and his heart and say, this slave ran away. I have the legal right to do this. But Paul points out, I love Paul's arguments, where he says, um, where he talks about, hey, if you owe any, if he owes anything or whatever, I will repay it. And I will repay it myself. I'm writing this in my own hand. But by the way, you owe me your very life because it's, I'm the one who talked to you about Jesus and you got converted that way. (laughs) So there was so much structure in his argument to prepare Philemon to accept his guidance. Hey, I could order you to do this as the leader of the church, but I'm going to trust you to do the right thing. He's like a son to me and I love him with my whole heart. Hey, if there's any cost to you, I'll pay it back. But don't forget, you owe me your very self. So Paul went out of his way to help this runaway slave. And 
God opened Paul's heart because remember Paul persecuted Christians. He hated them. He killed them. And now this killer of Christians is so, his heart is so changed by Jesus. It's been so enlarged that he's now arguing for an escaped or a runaway slave. It's an amazing change that has happened in Paul. It's an amazing change that happens in all of us when we accept Christ and dedicate our life to him. So with that, let's, let's go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this day and for all that you've taught us. I just thank you that you love us regardless of where we're at in our life. I thank you that as we learned in Hebrews, you paid the price once. All of our sins are forgiven yesterday's, today's, and tomorrow's. And that if we were, and many of us are, including myself, act at times like I am a runaway slave, I just thank you for, the, for your strength, and I pray for your strength, to have the faith to do your will. And Lord, I'm grateful that you love me so much. And I just pray I could have the heart of Paul and love my neighbors as myself, that I would love a runaway slave or love the lowliest of all. And Lord, I just pray that my heart and my mind and my spirit would be one that's filled with you so I can do those things. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.